Welcome to Book Bumble, the podcast for people who love to read. In each episode, we'll introduce a stack of books that are tied together with a common connection to help take a deeper dive into each story. We provide a space to talk books that is friendly and deep with a little hint of geek. I'm Laura Pleasance. And I'm Leslie Hopping. And we are two friends who love spending time with our families, visiting libraries, and reading great books. We are so happy you joined us. Let's get started. Hi, Leslie. Hi, Laura. Welcome, everyone. This is episode 43. Today, our stack of books is tied together with a common theme of rebuilding family. Many books are about the love of families or even about the breaking apart of families, but these stories really focus on the way families can try to get past the past and get focused on what is more important, the family. And I'm super excited to talk about this today through our books. So what book do you want to start with? Well, I want to share The Connellys of County Down by Tracy Lang. This book came out at the start of August, and I was lucky enough to read this from NetGalley before its release date, which super nerds me out. I just get really excited. I love that. (laughs) This is the same author that wrote We Are the Brennans, and I was so excited to get this in my ear before everyone else. Here's the starting point. Tara Connolly is finally getting out of jail, and she is both nervous and excited to be released. She's leaving a great friend that she has made, but is excited to get back to her brother, sister, and her nephew, who she loves so much. She made a great friend in jail. She did. Okay. Yeah, she made a great friend in jail. She wasn't there long, but made some really good relationships. Okay. But as she's signing the last papers to be released, she's told that she doesn't have a ride home from jail, from Mm. her sister, as they had planned. And so... One of the cops, Brian Nolan, who was actually the person who arrested her oh my gosh. and put her in jail, okay. offers her a ride home. Um, they grew up together, okay, so they kind of know each other, mm. but that's a, it's a little uncomfortable, so but she, she does want to go home. Okay. He's <laughs> trying to be supportive. He's trying to be kind. Um, not the way she planned to make her re-entry back into the world, for sure. But eventually, she makes her way home and gets reacquainted with her sister Gwen, her brother Eddie, and her nephew Connor. As she begins to find her place in the world again, she's faced with the reality of being an ex-con. And she has to hold on to the story of why she really ended up in jail. Because Mm. it's kind of, um, I don't want to give away too much, but there's kind of a question about it. Because she's not a bad person. Mm -hmm. She didn't do anything horribly wrong she just didn't give up a person that okay that she should have and you're trying to figure out why that was hmm. um as she begins living with her siblings again literally all together okay. in one house okay she realizes she is not the only one that has some major baggage after the life they have lived tara begins though to find little paths of light she begins working a job that brings her joy She starts trying to trust, find love. She begins to try to rebuild the family that she has missed for 18 months. The family that's actually really fallen apart while she Mm. was away in jail. Unfortunately, lies and secrets always catch up with us, and it brings to light what we all need the most, people we love and trust. Mm. So like we are the Brennans, this is the tale of siblings trying to find their way and navigate their roles it's a story of hope and personal growth, and it reminds us that 
even though admitting we need help makes us vulnerable, we're facing a much harder future if we can't take those steps forward. Mm, This sounds so good. Yeah, just that vulnerability. um, I love, I'm a a sibling, Mm -hmm. and there are three of us. Mm -hmm. Me too. Yeah, it's just an interesting Mm -hmm. dynamic. Yeah. And as adults, it changes. So some things I love the most. Again, Tracy Lang really writes some amazingly developed characters that you love from start to finish. Every character that is developed in this book brings emotion from the reader and serves a purpose to the finale of the story. Um, The place is also developed in a way that makes you feel like it's relatable, feels like the neighborhood you could have grown up in. Mm. She doesn't kind of go over the top with descriptive language throughout her book, but adds just enough so that you feel kind of a part of the surroundings. Like, oh, yeah, I could have been riding my bike down that block. Okay, cool. Um, And the resolution to both of her books is extremely satisfying as a reader. In both books, I got exactly what I needed to close the cover Mm. and smile. In this case, I listened, but I still felt that internal satisfaction, um, completing the development of the characters without tying a big bow on the story. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and the last thing I loved was the thread that ran through the story of their mother's fairy tales oh, gosh. that she used to I'm, tell them um, before she died. Cool. It was just this beautiful thread. She used to tell them stories about the three of them and their superpowers mm. and how they used them to help each other. Mm. And this really plays an important role throughout the entire book. That awesome. was kind of my favorite. So if you like a story that gives you very relatable, developed characters, especially siblings, you'll enjoy this gem of a book that Tracy Lang came out with in August. So get on the list and check it out. That was The Connellys of County Down by Tracy Lang. And so I've not read either of her books, but Mm -hmm. I want to. Which one would you say, if somebody was just going to read one of them, Mm -hmm. which one would you say or would you be able to pick? Um, I think I actually like the Connellys of County Down just a little bit better because you, that thread of the fairy tales Mm -hmm. was really intriguing. And I really liked the little bit of a mystery of why she was in jail for 18 months because she just does not, I don't mean to say anything bad about people in jail, just she... Mm -hmm. The author is telling you, like, it's like an alarm bell. Like, mm-hmm. what? doesn't okay. seem like someone that should have been in jail. Okay. Well, I hope this is going to be on the quick pick shelf of oh, the library. Yes. It sounds like yeah. it might be. And it has beautiful covers, so you'll notice. Yeah, I did notice the cover. Yeah. Okay. I'm excited for that one. All right. What do you have? Okay. Well, I've got one that I want to share that I'm pretty excited about and I really liked. And talk about a beautiful cover. Mm-hmm. This one had it. It's called Crow Mary by Kathleen Grissom. It was published in June of this year. Kathleen Grissom also wrote The Kitchen House. Oh, Have you read that? Oh, yes. I love okay, that Okay, which I loved. Mm-hmm. And I was really happy when I saw this one come out. I bet. Okay, here's the starting point for this great historical novel. Goes First is a young Crow native girl living with her family in the late 19th century in Montana. So right away, there's a few things that I love, the time period and the setting. Yes. 
things are changing for their village and their way of life is being threatened by westward expansion. So Mm -hmm. thinking about um, people coming west looking for land Mm -hmm. to ranch or to farm and taking over these native lands. So goes first, ends up marrying this white trader named Abe Farwell and travels with him to Canada where he has a trading post. It's Abe who gives her the name Mary and she becomes known as Crow Mary. And as they journey, she makes a faithful friend and also an enemy And both of these characters are going to play really important roles in her life. Mm -hmm. She learns about what she has to do to adapt to her new life and seems somewhat assimilated, which is really hard because she really doesn't want to assimilate. She wants to continue. I think it was interesting. You said seem, she wants to seem Seem assimilated assimilated. because she doesn't really want to assimilate. Right. But she has to. Right. She knows who she is, Mm -hmm. so even though she might look a certain way on the outside, she's a different way on the inside. So I thought the author did a really nice job showing her being caught between two cultures and trying to do her best to help her husband build their new life by changing, Mm -hmm. but also wanting to keep sacred her culture and everything that she has sacrificed and left behind. She really misses her family and her traditions, and she's forced to rebuild with Abe and new friends, new people, and all strange and new ways of doing everyday things. (laughs) I really liked her character also because of the way she went about this. She never felt sorry for herself. She got on with what was necessary, and she even was able to learn to love Abe who was a Civil War veteran and was obviously keeping some things from her. Mm -hmm. To be honest, he's a very unlikable character for me. Abe. Abe was. Did not like him. Okay. He changes a lot over the course of the story and not for the better. And this highlighted for me the limited or honestly really non-existent options for women and especially native women Mm -hmm. living in a white man's world so one night a group of drunk whiskey traders massacres a group of 40 nakoda people who've come to this trading post crow mary witnesses this terrible and after abe refuses to help her she takes it upon herself to save five of the women who've been taken by these traitors. This act causes her family to fall apart once again. So this is based, this book is based on the life of the real goes first. Oh. Crow Mary, who was absolutely incredible and such a brave person. The author shows the way that Crow Mary chooses to live And the way she chooses to live is so deeply connected to her loving and traditional childhood with her family 
And she also shows in her new family with Abe how she tries to teach and practice these same customs and beliefs, mm-hmm. even as Abe, her husband, becomes really resistant to it. And her children are growing up. That had to take so much courage. Mm-hmm. It really made me think a lot. I loved reading and learning about this woman that I had never heard of in a time period that I think is really important for us to know more about and to learn about it from a different perspective. Crow Mary had to rebuild her life several different times, and she always stayed true to herself and what she had been taught by her first family. It was really Mm. rich in this way. So when you read this book, make sure to read the intro and the the author's notes so you can find out about why Kathleen Grissom wrote this book, what inspired it, and who gave their blessing. Oh, that's interesting. It's so interesting. So that was Crow Mary by Kathleen Grissom. And I would just recommend it to anybody who loves a historical story. Mm Mm-hmm based on a real person mm-hmm. and anybody who wants to read about resiliency right. and how to rebuild. It was pretty amazing. It mean some of the things are very different, but it was making me think of all the forgivenesses. Mm-hmm. She did not Birdie, the main character there, did not come from a great family. Mm-hmm. But she kept trying to rebuild her family yeah. and keep true to kind of who she was. I don't know why. There were some things yeah. in there that just kept reminding me of that book. But that is a book that I've seen around a lot and just looks beautiful and it really does. sounds beautiful. I also really, really liked the way that uh, goes first. Her family would sometimes visit her oh. in her new life, but it was difficult right. because they were not assimilating to the right. white Right. way of life. They were trying to keep their mm-hmm. uh, culture and their way of life going. And it was interesting to read these scenes where she would just be so thrilled mm-hmm. when they would come and then trying to teach and keep that alive for her right. children. And then what would happen with just different like at the trading post or at when they had a home of their own Mm -hmm. just watching that unfold Mm -hmm. was really interesting it's a really really good good. book so try to get it i will especially if you liked kitchen house i mean different time periods but just that i loved kitchen her style of writing Mm -hmm. really good Mm -hmm. okay well what book do you have in your hand well i want to share gone tonight by sarah peckinen who co-wrote The Wife Between Us. Oh, I read that. It was really good. Creepy. <laughs> Creepy. I was so lucky again to get to listen to this as an arc through NetGalley. Um, but it came out the beginning of August also for everyone else to enjoy. I don't like to talk about books too far before they come out because it almost feels like yeah. dangling You might something. kind of forget about yeah. it. Yeah. It won't be in the forefront. Yeah. So you can get, you can put this one on hold at the library now. So this one also fits into the idea of family, but it focuses more on the secrets that have been kept and how they can tear apart a family and possibly begin putting it back together. Okay. So here's the starting point. 
Catherine Sterline thinks she knows everything there is to know about her very devoted mother. They have only lived for each other, and her mother has worked hard to give Catherine every bit of love and safety she can. She has never known who her father, she, Catherine, has never known who her father was and hasn't really cared because she has everything she needed with her mom. Okay. Ruth. But just as she is about to move away and start on her own path in nursing, her mother begins showing signs of Alzheimer's, and Catherine is crushed. She decides she must give up her dream and stay home to take care of her mother, like her mother Ruth has always taken care of her. Okay. That's is unfortunate yeah. because it happened right as she was... She was getting ready to go on her own. Mm-hmm. Ruth thinks she knows her daughter, Catherine. Her daughter has never been one to question Ruth's past and has always done what is needed and followed Ruth's lead. But as Catherine begins to question her mother's past and push to find out the truth a bit, Ruth becomes more desperate to keep her past hidden from everyone, Mm. but most importantly, her daughter. Okay. Is this when the creep factor comes in? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sorry. And she will do anything to keep it hidden because the alternative could be deadly. Oh, gosh. Um, this is the story of secrets and whether or not those secrets are worth holding on to. I loved the twists and turns the author took throughout the book and enjoyed the push and the pull between characters. It's told by each of them. Okay. The chapters. So, I mean, they're lit- when you read it, you will feel the push and the pull. Um, every time I would feel like I was cheering on Catherine, the author would flip the script and dangle a little more information. And I would be upset or disappointed in Catherine and start cheering for Ruth. Oh. Like it just was this literal push and pull through the entire book. So, honestly, if you want a little twisty in your life, Trey Out Gone Tonight by Sarah Peckin. Okay, that sounds really good because I, as you were describing it, I was thinking, oh, the mom is evil. Mm-hmm. So, I like the way you said that you would kind of be rooting yeah. for one and then rooting for another i mean it is two unreliable narrators uh-huh. for sure i okay I you're love hearing a good the same twisty. story mm-hmm. but you're like whoa, 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 whoa i just heard it from this perspective and that is not at all what did it kind happened. of did it alternate chapters like the usually mom and then ruth and then Catherine? usually every every once once in a while it would be Catherine, Catherine, ruth okay but it was mostly just back and forth Working through this story. Different voices mm-hmm. or same reader? Or do you remember? Um, it was, if I, I'm pretty positive it was the same. The same one. Okay. Yeah. Um, but changed the voice enough that, mm-hmm. that you could distinguish. But it was interesting because while you did go through some of the things, like the same parts of the story, mm-hmm. different views, it also kept propelling it forward. So you'd leave off with Catherine, and then Ruth would kind of take over the story. Okay. But Ruth was the only one that held all the actual past. Oh. Catherine didn't have any of that information. But Catherine had other things that as a reader you were figuring out about her. Okay. And as you found out more about the real past, you were a little worried. Okay. (laughs) Because you were like, oh, gosh. Yeah. Why is Catherine doing that? So So it was just... A good psychological yes. 
twisty. Mm -hmm. For sure. Okay, that sounds great. So Gone Tonight by Sarah Pekinen. What do you have in your hand right now? Okay, well, I have something really different, and I'm really, I can't wait to share it with everybody because this is something that I don't think I would have picked up um, had I not seen it somewhere. So let me get right into it. So this book in my hand ties into our theme of rebuilding family. It's called, it's, I, it's called, (laughs) I had a brother once. Yes. A poem, a memoir by Adam Mansbach. It was published in 2021. And I was made aware of this by at Rachel Days, a bookish friend on Instagram, and I was really intrigued by this section from the text, so I am going to quote from it. My father said, David has taken his own life, and I answered as if I didn't understand or hadn't heard. My reply was, what? And he repeated it. There's plenty to regret, and perhaps this is insignificant, but I wish I had not made him say it twice, Mm. end of quote. So that really intrigued Mm. me. So this book is a quick read, but has a lot to ponder. So Adam Mansbach was about to publish his wildly popular book, Go the F to Sleep. Do you remember this? (laughs) Yes. When his father called and told him that his brother David had taken his own life and it threw everything he thought he knew about his brother, about his family, and about himself into complete chaos. Mm -hmm. This is a beautiful story of love, loss, grief, and rebuilding the family you thought you had. Mm. It shows so intimately how Adam tries to understand something that can't be understood. And it also explores Adam's relationship to David and his relationship to his faith tradition. It's really raw. It's really powerful watching this reckoning that he has with forgiveness of himself and of his brother. Mm -hmm. The... I thought the free verse poetry form was the perfect way to experience this memoir because it's a pretty heavy subject matter. Mm -hmm. And I finished it in one sitting, although I thought about it much, much longer. It's very candid. And really, if you think about it, pretty brave to share this with the world because at first he really did not want to. In fact... This happened so close to the publication and not just the publication, but the like going out into the world of this extremely Mm. popular (laughs) picture book that he had written that he, there were several different times that he just didn't even, he just went on with interviews on TV, Mm -hmm. like with big morning TV shows and just like pretended that it didn't happen. Yep, it was that it didn't even happen. Mm-hmm. So he, to me, he lays bare all the emotions that we often want to and do mm-hmm. cover up, like anger, sorrow, heartbreak, and shock. Right. You're not going to go on national TV and <laughs> share that. No, it's a really excellent read. 
It's I Had a Brother Once by Adam Mansbach. And it's heavy, mm-hmm. but it's a really great right. memoir. And what a great choice to write it in a free verse that feels lighter, mm-hmm. probably. I mean, the reading of it, the space in the book. Yeah, that it yeah. I like the the way you just described it. It gives you as a reader space yes. yeah. to process mm-hmm. what he's feeling. I mean, it just you know what a what a hard thing. Yeah. And I I just he just goes into everything the past. Okay, um, really builds up to where that. Yeah, is. and and just feelings of. Like, did I do enough? Did I do too much? Why didn't I know? Right. Um, did I know? Just, it's, what's going to happen now? Right. How do I go on? Mm-hmm. And I absolutely love the title, I Had a Brother Once. Right. You know, and just, it's just, I would yeah. really highly recommend okay. it. It's not a big book, but it is something that you're going to think about mm-hmm. a lot. So... Okay, well, thank you. Give it a try. Yeah, thanks for sharing that. It was really good. So glad you joined us today. If you'd like some other titles that go along with this theme, check out our show notes from today's episode. Please share this episode with a friend and check us out on Instagram at The Book Bumble. We'd love it if you would subscribe to our podcast. Join us next time with a new bundle of wonderful reads. Until next time.